Hey guys, it's Thursday, and we will definitely get off the rails today. Um, before I get into um, basically what's going to be my execution today, uh, let me tell you guys that I hope to still be alive at least long enough to see you in Beaumont, Texas, on Saturday night at the Jefferson Theater. Please come hang out. If you're nowhere near Beaumont and you can't make that drive, go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. And find me on the road. We're doing the small town tour 2023. A couple of decent sized towns like, you know, Kansas City in September, La Jolla, California, which is eh, outside of San Diego. Uh, and so we got we got a few little, you know, places coming up, but a lot of little towns. And I want to do that. They're hard to get to sometimes, but I want to do that because, um, hey, you live there, too. So we're having fun and we'll see how it goes into 24. How about that? Put that out there. I'm delaying the inevitable because uh, my two favorite women are sitting on the couch. They're in the hot seat. <laughs> Sarah Gonzalez and CJ. Oh, sweet Lord. CJ, make yourself at home. You just got a blanket? She did. Well, so I'm She's trying, there. I'm trying to not have my hoo-ha be on TV. <laughs> well, we we don't want that. There we go. We don't be the one that be killed. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing a short little one seeds dress that thing. That is a and, thing to try to not happen. Yeah. You called it your hoo-ha. Mm-hmm. What else do you call it? Well, there's a lot of things, actually, that people call that. I know there's like a technical term. Yeah, well, there's, I don't know what you're even talking about. You don't, no, you don't have to, you don't even have to go there. <laughs> the B word. They don't say you don't know what it is, Chad. I thought you're... this was like a kid-friendly word for the, it's not, no kids, never mind. I'm just stop talking. Sarah, go ahead. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, hoo-ha will do just fine. <laughs> For this segment so god only knows See, you gave her a hard time but you should have just left it alone nah, no sometimes i like to see where that filter just drops right off you know and it, it hits the abyss mm -hmm. so sarah how are you how's your hoo-ha um, um, hoo-ha's doing good hitting. good yeah i mean no issues to speak of yeah, so i feel like we're doing pretty good, good. I'm going to tell you the truth. So as y'all know, earlier in the week, I had a random flare up of gout. I don't know what caused it. I don't. It, sometimes it pops in that ankle and it's like, here it comes. And I can be on all the medicine, taking all the right stuff. But, you know, your body just takes over and says, poof. So I say all that to say, I finally broke down. And on Tuesday morning, I went to the doc in a box, the little clinic. And I said, uh, have to, you always have to tell those doctors how to do their job a little bit. It's like, here's what I want. Right. And she's got her mask on. She like little Asian lady. She like, uh, you had gout before? I said, oh yeah, I've had like, it. I'm fact, familiar with it. Tell you what I need. I need uh, I need a steroid shot and I need a Tordol, which is amazing, uh, and uh, and a prescription for Colchicine. And she's like, uh, you want prescription for? And I said, no, no, just give me both of the shots. <laughs> she goes, you want both shots? I said, I have two cheeks. Let's go. <laughs> but while I was waiting in the waiting room, you hear all kind of things at the care now. Um, this lady walks up. And I don't know if she was talking about her hoo-ha or not, uh -oh. but she's the, the young man behind the thing said, uh, and what's going on? And she goes, I have an open um, breakout and rash that is festering and oozing and <gasps> spreading. Oh. And I was like, you know, I'm going to move over here, uh, <laughs> get away from the desk. So go fill this, out my paperwork in the corner. This is your way of telling us we've been exposed to a deadly no, Texas. you're fine. Did you're you get fine. the monkeypox vaccine while uh, you were there? Fine. Well, it, it kind of crossed my mind. <laughs> I was like, hey, whoa, huh? Hmm. They, they, I mean, it's like, boy, she was really, I'll just say she was very descriptive in what was going on. And I was so like, like the front desk person? Yeah. 
Because they were filling out the form, you know, why are you here? Yeah, that's just the front desk person. Yeah, you, you could have just said, to... you know, I've got a, I've got a rash. <laughs> Would like something. for the doctor to check out a little skin issue that I yeah, have. Yeah, i got a little skin issue going on that I'd like, you know, a second set of eyes yeah. on to do this thing. Maybe not. I have a herpes outbreak that I'd like. Yeah, you don't have like a festering, oozing, open wound. <laughs> I would and, appreciate and then, someone saying that so I could steer clear. And then she said, then she said, I just got back from Mexico. So should I mark this box? Yes. Oh, God. Uh, yes, you've been out of the country. <laughs> that, Literally yes. been out of the country so um i mean look there's fluoride in the water we're all dead walking so um it's okay let's get back into some things that we didn't make fun of this week um because i try to save these things for you sarah when you're around thank you and then we got cj which we nobody knows what's going to be said um well i just told you i just told you nobody knows what you're going to say that's the whole deal maybe nothing it's so um what's that hat you're wearing first of all it's my woman hat it's a shame that you have to identify yourself. I know. Mm. This is kind of like my pronouns in my profile, right? Yeah. When I when I wore mine to the store one day, a man was like, you know, I wouldn't have known that you were a woman had you not been wearing that hat. And I said, sir, these days you never can tell. And he said, you know what? You're right. And we got to identify it. Do not be confused. Yeah. People, There's... I love to watch people get triggered over. So we have realwomensclub.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course I have 76forever.com all apparel brands and all things that have kind of a humorous mission about a serious topic. Yeah. And so it's amazing to me how people criticize the stuff you put out. And it's like, listen, we're taking a truth and wrapping it in a little bit of humor and putting it out there. Like I put the whole, I had a red, white, and blue flag on there with my 76 logo in the field up there where the stars normally are. It was just a, it was a shape of the oh, US, like red, white, and blue. And it was just like, it wasn't an American flag. It was just red, white, right. and blue. And it said, this is this my is, pride mm-hmm. flag. And it was a play on a rainbow flag. Mm-hmm. People were losing their ever loving minds over the deal. They're like, mm, why would you just put the American flag up there? It's like, that would be fantastic if you had an apparel brand for you to do that. <laughs> I'm just kind of poking fun. Yeah, like understand the point. Yeah, we're just in it. You don't have to buy it. Right. You're like, by God, I'm an army man. I serve my country. Well, then you should be strong enough and disciplined enough to keep on scrolling. <laughs> like, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know, so it's amazing the people that do that. Um, so anyway, Real Women's Club. That's a realwomansclub.com. Women? Real, real Women's Club. I don't even know anymore. It's Real Women's Club. Real Women's, because there's a lot women's. of you women out there. Yes. Dear God, don't I know it. There's well, a lot of women. you. Yeah. Realwomensclub.com, 76forever.com. Yeah, I know. We really should. We should get both of them. <laughs> get that redirect. Maybe. Like before this show airs. Maybe. Yeah, I know. Someone's <laughs> yeah. going to go buy it. We'll see. <laughs> I own so many URLs at this point in time. Trust me, it's I know. It's amazing. My Did I ever tell you about you... the one I bought recently? No. Y'all Lives Matter y'alllivesmatter.com oh I, oh, I like that yeah it directs nowhere brandon but it's y'all lives I matter like that. my favorite was the one that you trolled uh beto with yeah what was that yeah. one i don't Be- remember what it was that like w- beto 22 yeah yeah beto 22 oh, yeah, and it went to right. my campaign website <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah beto2022.com um anyway uh it's fun so biden joe biden boy he is uh he is a piece of chicken skin with ears right <laughs> I mean, if you just wave him in the wind, the same kind of sounds will come out of that chicken skin (laughs) as what comes out of Joe Biden's mouth. So uh, here's what he said. We haven't talked about this all week long. Play clip number one. All right. God save the queen, man. (laughs) Wait, what? What? (laughs) What So that was that was June 18th. So that was last uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah. 
No, it was, no, it was Sunday. That was June eighteenth. Was I think that was Sunday? Or did he say it on Friday? He said it know. on Friday. <laughs> he said it on Friday. So I was just looking at the date on that thing. Um, the um, why? What's that? Why did he say any of what he said? Yeah. No idea. No idea. Well, I think in the past he said that God saved the queen thing. But we're in America. <laughs> we're in America. And, and the queen's the dead. The queen's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And has been for quite some time. <laughs> quite some time. So God Maybe did not longer save, than we know. God did told not him. save the queen. Yeah. He didn't. No. My favorite is this you. at the end. Yeah. Because he, he never knows where he's supposed <laughs> he to exit. He, when he does the point, again. am I going this way? Am I going that way? They need to give way? him an arrow at the bottom of his little yeah, they teleprompter. Really do. You know, sometimes if you're ever in an uncomfortable situation and you don't know what to do, sometimes you sort of exaggerate your movements to kind of look cool. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, hey, I don't know where the hell I am, but hey, <laughs> him. having a good time. That's him every time. Well, and, and you'll notice whenever he's lost and he has to like, eh, what? Yeah. He also, after that, adds a little pep in his step just to yeah. show, like, just a little, I'm with it. Like, I'm cool. Yeah. I, I call I was it the, uh, my, that was just part of my act. The Joe Shuffle. He doesn't run. He just moves his arms a little faster. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Like he's going to take he, off running. And he does a little bounce. Yeah. I, his feet don't leave the ground. He I mean, he's like a cute old grandpa, which is like what he should be right now, not yeah. the president. Yeah. But he doesn't president. acknowledge all of his grandchildren. So no. he's not that no. good of a grandpa. He's no, a very he's bad not. grandpa. Yeah. To his, so, like, Jerry Springer-esque family. <laughs> Wish they have the DNA proof. It is his grandchild. It is indeed his grandchild. They've had that DNA proof for a very long time, and yet yeah. Hunter still fights on child support. Yeah. Won't so do I'd be good family. happy if I wasn't claimed by him, I think. Well, they wanted his last name. I would take the money. Yeah. I would Absolutely. definitely take the money. Absolutely. They've got enough of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hunter didn't pay the IRS, right. but I don't <laughs> think he's going to pay his child support on that deal. <laughs> well, so. You know. I will tell you guys, uh, whenever you walk on a stage, we've already seen certain clips where Joe comes down and they're already giving him directions. Okay, there's going to be a blue piece of tape. You're going to be people right in front of you. You're going to reach out your hand. You're going to shake those hands, and we're going to move you right down the line. And when you get to the red piece of tape, you're going to turn around and walk away. They give him these instructions. That's too many instructions. We've seen it, yeah. So he forgets. If they give you that many instructions, I could be president. So so when he walks to the podium, he knows where he came from, Mm -hmm. one would think. Mm, How does he not know to return the same way? Well, you know, you I mean, you walk to a podium, you might get confused on yeah. which way you came from. Do you think there's like a po- I actually know that there is like a politician school where they tell you these are the things you need to do. Like this this is this is how you need to debate. Mm-hmm. This is how mm-hmm. you and I'm saying politician school, but they do. They train yes. you in debate, yes. they train you in um, you know, policy as well as uh, you know, the public mm-hmm. and how to behave and like he went to that school too many times it's like a politician finishing school because he turned around and he immediately wants to shake hands right and there's nobody there there's no one there but he's been taught that when you're a politician there will always be someone there to (laughs) shake your hand (laughs) and well we're living in a post-covid world there's never anybody there anymore they don't put a pile of people up there anymore yeah my god they have these one-on-one interviews 17 feet apart from each other i mean or just no one is impressed with joe biden nobody wants to be up there (laughs) and the john fetterman thing which i talked about it on monday you and I haven't talked about this. No. But the John Fetterman thing. Holy shit. Why? That was bad. Why? That, it even know. made Joe kind of cringe where he's like looking at the guy going, uh-huh. Yeah, he's like, uh-huh. please finish. Please finish. Yeah. Oh, God, please finish. In, 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 in fracture and delegation. to a collapsed bridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I would call but Joe a collapsed bridge. I was going to say he got that right. If yeah. he was talking about Joe, he is. <laughs> I just, you know, you, I mean, I feel like 
you have to stress the importance of recognizing that there are literally 100 people in the entire country who have this esteemed position of senator. Mm -hmm. Two from each state. That's it. Yeah. And this walking potato. Yeah. Somehow the people voted for him to go up there and talk about delegation and infrastructure. And, infrastructure <laughs> and, 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 and instruction. Want, and yeah. then they want to like demonize us for, they'll say you're making fun of a stroke victim, which no, you should yeah, put am. a stroke victim in power. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're saying he should not be leading anything. Like maybe you should be sitting at right. home. It's like, yes, healing. I agree that he has a disability, perhaps like exit stage left. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? You should not make fun of a senator with Down syndrome. <laughs> no, we shouldn't have a senator with Down syndrome. Right. That's not disrespectful to anybody with Down syndrome. No. It's just like it's beyond your capability. Right. So, so is um, I mean, listen, being a senator maybe beyond my capability. I don't know, but I I, I wouldn't say that. I, I don't really want to try it. I mean, if John Fetterman can do it, but if John Fetterman can do it, how hard can it freaking be? If any of these people can do any of their jobs, like we could all. None of them are qualified. Well, two out of three of us. No. The, uh, hey, you can disqualify <laughs> hey, you know, me. I'm talking about you. I've already disqualified you myself. Oh, I don't don't know. start with me, woman. I would be great. Don't I would start have to get longer me. dresses, though. You would, would do what? I'd have to get longer dresses. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, oh, honey. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine the tabloids if CJ were in office? No. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I mean, yes, I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, the paparazzi would follow you around. <laughs> Um, I'd have good policy. But I mean, the fact that John Fetterman has that role tells you right there, the politicians aren't the ones in control. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. He's there to say a couple of words. Nobody's going to hear it. Nobody's going to listen to it. It's going to be incoherent and then cast whatever vote they've told him to do. Mm -hmm. He's not mm -hmm. there to read bills. He's not there to write bills. He's not there to present legislation. He's not going to do any of that stuff. And it's amazing to me, the re-rees out there who are going to defend that guy. It's amazing to me. You He's know, doing a great job. Shut up. What? I feel like they almost chose someone like that to run because they do want to like just like, you know, trap you in a, a riot like on January 6th. They want to trap us into looking like mean and like we're making fun of somebody with disabilities. It's like they chose someone <laughs> to just once again demonize the critics. Well, it's really sad, too, because I mean, when you the, the clip that you're talking about in particular, if you watch it, you can see on his face, you can see in his eyes where yeah. he realizes like, I'm not making sense at I'm all. He realizes it. He knows it. And then you know his mental health history where he's checked into a mental health center because yeah. he had so much depression. And you have to feel bad for him of just like all of these people, including his wife, are pushing him into this. The Democrats are pushing him into this knowing that he can't handle it, knowing that he's going to fail in a public setting. And I just think like it's just I mean, it's shameful. Mm -hmm. If they had shame, they would feel it, but they don't. But it's really shameful of, I mean, they're the ones who should feel ashamed that they put they put him in they're this position. Him. They put him in this position where there's absolutely no way that he can succeed. And he knows it. You can see it in his eyes. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about no. a big, big win that you had recently. Okay. All right, let's talk about that. Uh, hey, guys, you got to clean your guns. It's part of being a responsible gun owner. Don't let it be a hassle. Let it be fun. Let it be meditation for you. Do that dirty job and just become one with your firearm. I got a way for you to do that. It's with Barrel Buddy. Don't use the patches. Don't use the rope, the boar snakes, any of those things. Use the Barrel Buddy. Now, 
It's a better solution. I'm going to tell you why. Barrel Buddy compresses to fill the interior of your gun's barrel. You put it on the end of the rod, you push it through, it will clean the rifling grooves, and it will come in seven different sizes, which matches any caliber firearm you may own. Barrel Buddy is composed of the polymers that don't leave behind the residual particles, so it makes it safer as well. Cleans by scrubbing, collecting particulates, then it absorbs the remaining residue and busts the interior surface clean. And it even lubricates. You can lubricate your firearm while you're cleaning it. So cleaning your guns is important. Uh, you are a responsible gun owner, and you want that thing to be ready to go if there's ever time to use it. Barrel Buddy's a new concept, and it's very unique. So I want you to try them out. Take care of your firearms with Barrel Buddy. Try some today. I guarantee you'll love them. Go to BarrelBuddy.com. That's BarrelBuddy.com. We'll be right back. I want to have a drag queen Christmas. Christmas. Do you? Christmas. I want to wear all the tinsel. I want to be sparkly and. Have... I've been to those shows. I don't really recommend it. Actually, no, mm-hmm. no it's not a, not a beautiful sight. No, it's not glistening with cheer. Uh, no, glistening with something. It's glistening I with think something. He was saying he wants to be a part of it. You want to dress? I want You're auditioning. I want to be. I'm not auditioning, <laughs> bitch. I don't audition. <laughs> I show up and get the job. <laughs> You celebrated a win. We've ce- we're celebrating a win. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. What happened? Well, uh, the Drag Queen Christmas Tour that uh, my organization, Defend Our Kids Texas, exposed last year um, for just the grotesque, disgusting display that they had. And of course, it was all ages because if it wasn't all ages, we wouldn't give a crap. Right. Um, they were simulating sex in front of children. They had um, large silicone uh breasts that they were displaying in front of children um they were singing songs like screwed off the red nose reindeer in front screwed of children off. yes it's got a nice little ring to it right it something rhymes. something that you want your children to be listening to and think of when they think of christmas yeah. and so we exposed this last year and we got so much attention drawn to it uh tucker carlson covered it um and it just went viral libs of tiktok covered it it went viral on the internet because it was so grotesque mm-hmm. and this year they announced their latest lineup their latest tour and um, they did put in there that all ages uh, I'm sorry all shows this year are 18 and up and they specifically said like they they let you know there was a change oh yes oh yes they said for this year yeah all all shows will be 18 plus only yeah and there will be you know you you will have to show your ID and I did go in and check through all of the venues that they had posted and there was it was on the front page on all of them 18 and up only ID required you know, I do comedy, which is reasonably mild, but I still make sure sometimes these venues, they'll put all ages welcome mm-hmm. on my shows. And I'm like, you got to change that. Yeah. Sometimes it slips through the cracks. And I'm like, yeah. do not bring kids to my show. Right. I'm not dancing and gyrating and putting on whatever. Well, and just for just for clarification, because sometimes it is the venue, but in this particular situation, it is not. It was not the venue. No, it, was it was the presenters. Yeah. I mean, it was it was the production that said on their website. Yeah. All ages welcome. Like it was deliberately wanting yes. to target children. Yes. And then, and then they always say, I love that you said that because they always say, well, we can't help it. if We can't control if parents bring their kids. Well, what you can control is the fact that you always, always, always interact with the children that are there. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why, why would you do that? Why do you take money from them? Why would you take money from singles in your them? garter. I mean, I had somebody in the dark, you know, at a show not long ago that I, I said something and they said, there's a child in here. And I said, there's four exits. Yeah. So, like, you're, you're not out. supposed to have a child in here. Right. You don't bring a seven-year-old to a comedy show. Right. It's not, you know. And, and again, I, I get mad at these venues. I'm like, guys, we've told you from the very beginning, mm-hmm. don't don't put that on there. Mm-hmm. Don't put that on there. This ain't a church service. Right. 
It's a comedy show. So, I mean, you can imagine if I don't want kids coming into a comedy show where they might hear an off-color joke, I, I sure as shit don't want them going to a drag show, mm-hmm. right? So kudos. And I want to know what those kids are exposed to at home to where they're not screaming when a drag queen comes up to them. Because, I mean, I thought kids were scared of clowns. When I was seven yeah, years old, I got scared when I saw my mother getting her tips frosted. Like, I, Wow, like, I thought you were like, going a completely different direction when you started that sentence. Yeah. Uh, see, that's how I know how to frame a joke. <laughs> I keep you on the edge of your seat until, bam, then I drop the boom. But seriously, my kids wouldn't even get next to, like, Mickey Mouse. and Or yeah. Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, and so you put a, a man dresses a woman's crotch in their face, and those kids are like... You yeah. know, it's it's interesting, too, because when we uncovered that last year, um, I went to the show in Dallas, and I interviewed some of the moms and asked them, like, do you not worry that this is exposing your child to something that's inappropriate? And I actually had uh, one say it's similar to what they would see on Disney. I saw that video clip. And quick. one of them said like Ursula, maybe. Yeah. One of them said, oh, they, well, they see simulated sex at school. And I'm like, what the hell school do you have your child going to porn school? Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. And if they do, that's a whole different issue. Maybe we should talk about it. A whole other issue. Like these parents are just so ready to just uh, completely abdicate their responsibility by being like, well, they're going to see it at school. Well, they're going to see it on social media. Why the hell does your kid have social media? Why are you giving them a phone with access to the outside world with completely like no, un- <laughs> completely unfettered? Why are you doing that? Yeah. Change of subjects. I don't know if y'all saw the new <laughs> Little Mermaid. I don't know if you saw it. You don't have to admit it if you did. No, absolutely um, the, not. Uh, CJ's over there blushing a little bit. Looks, I didn't I, 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 see no. it, but I did ask you if you wanted to go see it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> see, I had CJ. nothing to CJ's do. CJ's one of strong. those people that ran out of things to do with her kids. Stand she also doesn't strong. know when to lie on television. But You said no. I said no. I'm not <laughs> going to see that. I get it. I just forget yeah. Disney, dude. They're never getting another dime of nope. my money. Nope. Not knowingly. Not if I can help it. No, nope, me but, either. I feel shame for anybody that thinks bad of me now. <laughs> no, well, you didn't go see it. You're fine. I didn't go see but you it. Did you were you almost gave in to temptation which is weird just, sometimes i'm happy that you I like do that. the music um well i mean they hired this i don't care that they have a black mermaid i don't, I don't care about that stuff i mean they, they, i don't they, care it's annoying it's annoying yeah. like you didn't have to do the whole you don't have to change the entire character right you know you don't have ryan gosling playing mlk right. so it, it's a dumb double standard and we've talked about that kind of hypocrisy ad nauseum i wish they could have gotten a prettier girl whose eyes weren't real far apart because they kind of it's a girl that kind of naturally looks like a fish which is well, sort of fitting you know i mean the fish has the eyes on both sides of her head and so does this girl that was uh, that sounds like smart casting to it's me. smart casting i mean it's like you guys really went all in with the anthropomorphism but uh you really humanized a fish didn't you oh that's a real girl uh but did you see the, the thing that happened earlier this week? They exposed because um, they they hired these really look good looking soy models. You know the, these guys that weigh 130 pounds and and have you know two percent body fat to be mm-hmm. the mermen. One of the ones, the key characters in there, it turns out he's a porn star. Oh, I did see he's that. He's a porn star. I yeah. did see that. I didn't. Yeah. And once again, it's like a company like Disney can't, they don't have anyone that's heavily vetting all of the people <laughs> yeah. that are involved. I mean, can you not pull up this guy's resume? Was that not on there? Like, is, does he not have a porn IMDb? Are you, you not know? Googling I know, the people point, who They don't casting? care. That's probably what they want to cast Maybe. at this oh, point. Oh, they don't care. And they just don't think you're going to find it. Well, see, that's the deal. That's the deal. We are finding these right. things. I now. remember hearing like at Disney... If I mean, probably like 20 years ago, like if a character, you know, took his like Mickey Mouse hat off to where anyone could see it, they'd be like fired on the spot. Right. Like they used mm-hmm. to have like you extremely can't break character. 
Right. And now they have, well, like the 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 man women bibbidi bobbidi boo i mean boutique they're just Ugh. they have no standards anymore yeah we know. can't break character at disney if you're if you play a character you i mean all the way to the point where when you sign a signature that's uniform so mickey mouse's signature could be all across every single park they got those autograph books every mickey mouse character signs mickey mouse the same way mm-hmm. same with donald duck same with goofy it's all you know the whole thing they've got they, they train them to do these things can't break character so you're right in that regard but again, Disney is an ideology at this point. They are driving a narrative, and we know what's going on. To so. be fair, I think the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo man didn't break character. He was gay the whole oh, time. Oh no, he was he was he was steady. <laughs> he was gay. He just never was he a didn't... princess. <laughs> you know, he was an ugly wench, is what he was. He was one of the ugly stepsisters. The whole time, no he magic was going to yeah. fix that. Like that right there is Cinderella. That he was yeah. an ugly stepsister. He was hideous That's what the I whole think. time. No wonder the glass slipper didn't fit your fat ass foot. <laughs> You know, you're wearing an 11. Those original <laughs> steps, ugly stepsisters did kind of look tr- like trannies, so. Trannies? All right. They did. It's the big nose and the jawline, right? Well, I, they were, man, they did not, they could not get their big feet in her little dainty yeah. slipper. I like how the foot just kind of, in the cartoon, they had it bend and kind of quiver a little bit. Yeah. And then he went, ping, and it shot across the room. It was a man foot. <laughs> From your big old tranny foot. I tell you, I get called a bigot every day now because I call this shit out, mm-hmm. and I don't care um i i'm being i've been called asshole by bigger people than you so you and your seven followers on twitter or facebook they want to call me a whatever (laughs) bigot no no no. here's the thing i had somebody come at me this week and just would not shut up and i was like lady you're insane stop talking i'm just like gender dysphoria she's like you're you are a bigot against the transgender you calls harassment and oppression and violence against the lgb I don't know any gay people getting beat up in a street. No. Like, I'm not saying it's never happened. It's happened. I mean, it happened to Jesse Smollett. But I'm just saying <laughs> all these different things can happen. I might get beat up walking out of here today. You know, I might ask for a little spanking tonight. But hey, <laughs> the point is, the point is nobody's out there oppressing all of these people. We don't care until you start involving the kids. And then we're going to mm-hmm. call it out. Mm-hmm. And we're going to call about call out your weird, depraved lifestyle that you're going to keep promoting in front of everybody mm-hmm. and you know take to the national parks and be like we are gay and we're we're gonna float in the geysers and we're gonna squirt all of everything uh, did you see that clip no oh you didn't see that commercial do no. we still have that clip anywhere uh, since we didn't we showed it earlier in the who week who said they're gonna squirt nobody i'm adding humorous elements oh. <laughs> to a very real subject oh but they still made it very very um gay well and perverse okay. and and sexualized. It was, was a kind of thing the for the national parks point. about having a gay pride day at the deal and like paid for by the national parks. I don't know about. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, sure why not. Wow. <laughs> oh. But again, you want to keep bringing your sexual lifestyle out here in front of us. It's like you don't expect me to poke fun of it a little bit or at least say, "Hey, you know, anyway, I did this clip about you know, if you guys are targeting children, we want you to turn from your ways. We want you to quit that and come back the other way. And I did. There's a little 50 second reel out there where somebody's like, "Oh, see, you're the reason. You're the problem. You're the big." And I'm like, "Well, I'm not going to shut up about it because again, right. if you're targeting children, I don't give a shit what you think about me. You need to be in counseling." I also, I mean, I do think there's also an argument to be made that, like, as far as laws go, the only thing that I'm going to advocate for is protecting children. But I do think there's an argument to be made that once you, we're like saying that this is okay in society, you are exposing it to children. Anytime I take my child to the grocery store and there's a man that's wearing dresses and I have to explain to my child what like you're forcing me to impart that on my child 
that's still involving me, I still get to have an opinion about it. I try to explain to CJ to wear more clothes at the grocery store. <laughs> it's a real problem. I still get to have an opinion about it, CJ. It's, it's a real problem. Um, I'm I mean, not corrupting children. Look at this. This I'm is like, a church dress. That is a church no, dress. it's not oh. a church dress. I've told you this for th- that's, forever. No cleavage. Look. It's it's this it's is like, appropriate. You got to be careful, especially with that dress. if I bring the blanket. Okay. Well, okay, so my that, mom, that makes it not church. My mom asked me where I got this dress. This is a very cute, cute dress. dress. Yeah. It's a very cute We're dress. We're making a thing of it because I have Allie Stuckey's blanket on my lap, which, by the way, what do you think she's going <laughs> to think about this? blanket on your, uh, on your yep, not, not, boy, see, this is And this right here is was the end of the Chad Prather show. Because I'm CJ sorry, has I'll no filter. She just told everyone blanket. she used Allie Stuckey's blanket and her hoo-ha in the same sentence. <laughs> I didn't say hoo-ha. It, she did. <laughs> of itself is the kiss of death for the Chad Prather show. Well, we'll watch on you guys. All right, we're out. You're dying. You've got infectious disease from the woman in there. You've got gout. You have two women no, that no, might no, no, kill no, no, you. No. And All now Ali Stuckey is coming at you. We can coming from a zit on your And your ass. shoe But is you toast. brought up Ali's blanket. <laughs> that, sister, is a no-no. Don't say another word. Don't you say another word on this topic. I'll be living in the forest somewhere. <laughs> You have no idea how strong Allie's army is. No. You have no idea. They will come with me and they will smite me hip and thigh. They will thrash me about the head and the neck and I will be cast into eternal damnation. <laughs> Hellfire. Over a blanket. Nice knowing you. Over a Chinese piece of fleece. <laughs> this was not made in China. It does look comfortable. Woo! Boy, we're off the rails. All right. <laughs> You guys might remember that uh, I, uh, on a recent episode, I was singing the praises of an all-natural supplement called Liver Health Formula. Just the other day, CJ said, are you taking turmeric? I said, I sure am in my liver health formula. It rejuvenates your liver. It reignites your metabolism. It burns fat. It boosts your energy. It will fight a fatty liver, which affects 100 million Americans. The good folks over there put together a short presentation that shares four warning signs of a damaged fatty liver. The number two one will downright scare you to death. So you need to go over there and watch that free presentation and learn more about your liver health right now. Head over to checkyourliver.com slash chat again that's checkyourliver.com slash chat and we'll be right back you don't have the clip and i don't know why i just thought about that but did you see when eva longoria was at the white house and she was talking about whatever and joe biden gives her the little hug and the little side face kiss and then he rubs his hand right across her boob yes and she takes his hand and pulls it off. I mean, it's that's a slick little. That's like that's like the stop. That's the break and reach move right there when you're driving in the car and the girl's next to you and you hit the brakes and you reach over and you put your hand across her chest, you know, <laughs> and her boobs come right into your arm. CJ's trying to figure that out. She's like, I thought you were protecting me. <laughs> I, I slammed on the brakes. Look at there's a deer. Ooh, ah. Now Joe Biden totally pulled that move. Yeah, that was really uncomfortable yeah. to watch. What's sad really is he probably just instinctively does that grabs boobs yes i mean he's been doing it for many years i mean he knows better than that right now like on tv to a famous actress like he knows you're not supposed to hasn't he like apologized for that behavior in the past so you know it's just like kissing yes it's just um it's just ingrained in his hands it was a forced apology, I think, though. Like, it was, it was must, a forced... He did not mean it. Yeah, because it, it was brought to light how many kids he'd sniffed and how many women yeah. he had inappropriately touched. And they were like, Joe, you should probably say something about this. He's like, oh, I'm just really old, and I, I, just, I didn't mean it. Yeah, I it's love just, the Eva, smell of children. Instinctual yeah. uh, motor skills for his hands. They just go right to the breast. Yeah. That's... I mean, mine does in my mind. I wonder how long he was breastfed for. 
I don't There's got to be an association. You can tell that monster energy drink's kicking yeah. in, CJ. I know. CJ. <laughs> I'm kicking in my ear. <laughs> Good Lord. But uh, in light of that, play clip number two, please. Watch this. Joe doesn't know what to do with his hands. That looked like a so, combination so, of where to go and so, so like a combination of a lot. He's waving, pointing, <laughs> thumbs up, fist bump, pointing. Play that clip one more time. Let's do it one more time. Let's see it. Here he goes. Let's break it down. He's like, kisses, thumbs up, no nope, fist bump. Yeah, we're, hey, let's point. All right. I'm gonna, hey, now I'm going to wave. There's a lot of shit he did right there. Yeah, but like, as long as you do it forcefully. There's the kiss. There's the thumbs up, fist bump. There's the point. <laughs> and there's the wave. <laughs> the only thing missing is the middle finger. <laughs> we'll do that for you, Joe. <laughs> That's the only thing missing. That was every hand gesture except a jerk off move right there. You know? Which Lord, I'm not sure Joe. that he can do anymore. You don't think so? I don't think so. He can grab Eva's boobs, but That's he can't. It. Uh, he just true. needs something to do with his hands, and he's good. <laughs> you need to do something That's, with your feet. <laughs> That's why they give him ice cream. Well, it is, actually. To keep his hands off the boobs. <laughs> it's to keep his mind in check because he's got Alzheimer's. <laughs> um, let's uh, play clip number eight, please. Clip surprise. You know what there. I get when I we're talking about the fentanyl at the border and all that? I speak with the president of Mexico. Will you stop sending guns to us? Oh, my God. We are sending Dangerous weapons, particularly assault weapons, to Mexico. What? To what? Mexico. What? They're asking us, please stop it. Wait. Cut it off at the border. Wait. What? <laughs> Anybody got a guess? Anybody got a freaking guess on what the hell he just said? Because he knows I mean, something we don't. Because I want one. Well, actually, I think he may be recalling when he was vice president and I know he sent us to Mexico in Fast and Furious. Yeah. I think that might just be. I mean, him that probably is that. a recollection piece mm-hmm. right there from Fast and Furious with mm-hmm. Eric Holder as the Attorney General, where they they gave guns to the cartel, which wound up in the which, death of a border right, agent. Right? Did did kill yeah. at least one federal American. agent. Mm-hmm. So I'm lost on that, dude. I, I'm like, well, what? he is too. So. And I know people who say, well, it doesn't matter, like John Fetterman, people who say, well, it doesn't matter what they say. They're there. To, no, it does. They're statesmen. Right. This is the guy. Statesmen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alexander Hamilton and the boys were writing the Federalist Papers at the age of 19 and 20. <laughs> you just said, and the boys. They were. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's like, they weren't in gangs. Alexander and the boys. They weren't out banging. Yeah. yeah. They were writing the Federalist Papers. Right. Under pseudonyms. Joe Biden doesn't know what a pseudonym is. Won't even begin to ask anybody to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's like, I got a pseudonym as Peter Peter. (laughs) (laughs) They call me Peter Peter and Corn Pop. I I got them gray, golden, blonde hair. They they curly and they lay down and there's one to get wet and then they pop up in the sun. Kids walk over, they like to rub them down, watch them pop up again. (laughs) Any of you black kids want to get in my lap? (laughs) I think they passed on that. (laughs) I want to sit in Joe's lap. Those little frail old man legs, those little bony femurs. I feel like he'd let you. He well, you know what? He couldn't stop me. <laughs> he couldn't stop me, CJ. He's speaking of how bony he is, it really is a miracle that he did not break his hip when he fell the oh, most recent time. That hurt, right? That was a bad fall. That man ain't got like. no ass. No. He's yeah. just stick. 
sticks. It's not like Donald Trump sticking the ground. You know no. what I'm saying? He's got a little cushion for the pushing. <clears throat> he does. No, 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 no. I didn't need to think and, of it that and way. And Donald, too. When Donald, ooh, can you imagine getting up into that girth? Let me tell you, Donald, no. when he falls, his hair kind of acts like an umbrella, like a little, it kind of breaks, the wind catches <laughs> as it goes down like a little parachute as he falls. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to float to the ground now. Now, Joe just, bloop, bloop, there it was. And he hit that little bony hip. Yeah. I want to know what Joe weighs. Anybody know? Does anybody know what 85 Joe? 85 pounds. Does anybody know? I mean, honest <laughs> to God. I mean, is that a common knowledge? We don't know. No. He's got to weigh 150. He's pretty tall, though, right? Isn't he like 6'1"? Is six he tall? One? Let's see how is tall he, like he is. Is he like 6'1"? Maybe? I think he's tall. He's, he's a slender young man. Young slender man. Slender young man. Uh, I love All his right. posture. He's 6 feet. 6 feet. Okay, yeah. so he's my height. He's 6 feet. Trump is 6'3". Yeah, he is. Um, so 6 feet, 150. Trump is a lot of man. Yes, he's, he he's intimidating. He's like, you see him and you're like like seeing Glenn Beck or Bill O'Reilly. You don't realize how big those guys are. Bill O'Reilly's a big dude. Yeah, Glenn Beck. When I first met Glenn, I was like, whoa. And Glenn's looking good. He's lost weight. I told him that too. He's looking good. The only thing, he's got the little old man pooch like me. I'm not going to say that about Glenn. He's got the little old man pooch. I just, I, it's he's cute been gone. for a man his age. Oh my gosh. I think he looks great. He That's does all look good. I'm saying. He does look good. What's Glenn now? 78? I was 72, I mean. Like no. 72, right? 73? No. Something like that. 58. 58. He's, he's eight years older than me. I know that. Okay, he's keeping tabs, bish. Does that mean <laughs> you feel you 70? What? Does that mean you feel 70? I feel 70. <laughs> but I'm not. So 70. now in this episode, you have managed to upset uh, all fans of Ali Stuckey and also Glenn Beck. <laughs> who else we got around here? <laughs> who else? We, who we want to talk about? <laughs> what you mean by we i mean you're guilty by association no. of course <laughs> now glenn's looking good i noticed on his uh his deal then he went for a couple of weeks where he didn't want makeup and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> i was like there's some interesting looks on there but no, he's looking good yeah looking good and he's taking all his crap to utah y'all should go check that out you probably can't afford it if you're like me <laughs> Yeah, it looks wild in the hallway here at the Dude, studio. Dude, I mean, he's it's got a fortune in those cases. All of this stuff just on display, strewn about I mean, in the hallway. I mean, there's the cuff of Abraham Lincoln's sleeve with his blood on it. I yeah. mean, there's... Mary Todd George, Lincoln's dress. George Washington's hair. There's the Captain American, Captain America's shield mm -hmm. and Hitler's keys and, yeah. you know... All sorts of random and stuff. First edition of Mein Kampf. What is the witch in on laying down with the... They got her tied up. They're burning her a stake. Yeah, it's an exhibit. I don't know, but that lady tied up to that stake kind of turns that... me on. It's very hot. She did, at the is stake. arched with her like little chickens pointing up in the air. Yeah. They have a lot of creepy little exhibits yes. around here, like the time David Barton hung people from the yeah. Barney tree yeah. out there. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Barney, all of the episodes of Barney were filmed in this building, the old Paramount Studios, except for the first season. Um, and we still have the tree from the Barney set. And they were showing you know, different problems in the past with uh, race relations mm -hmm. and an exhibit here. He hung people from the tree. Yeah, it was an interesting uh, move. I was thinking about maybe taking my child at the time and I was like, you know, <laughs> no. no, there's some real, <laughs> no. there's some real creepy and instrument. Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> 
check it out man glenn beck <laughs> glenn beck uh but hey i'm gonna be around here laughing because uh i don't know if you guys remember when late night television was actually funny it is definitely not funny anymore they don't have actual comedians and they don't really care about making you laugh well we're trying to change that here at blaze tv we're trying to bring late night back with the release of a new show called normal world it started this week and you can join our friends and comedians dave landown quarter black garrett every night uh well i think tuesday wednesday and thursday right uh-huh. Something like That's that. That's correct. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. They're reinventing late night using topical sketches, comedic conversations on the latest political and social news. A lot of comedian guests, a lot of musical guests. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Blaze TV is rescuing comedy from the humorless left. So join us uh, each night that the show is on. 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central. Head over to YouTube.com slash Normal World. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss out on the fun. We'll be right back. <laughs> We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson-Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org chosen. All right, you talked about that. I talked about that. It's the thing that continues to kind of piss me off, and that's this Peter Hotez dude. Which, by the way, he's he's not a virologist. He's not a, he's not anything. He's a pediatrician. And he's an advocate for vaccinology. Mm. Mm. That's what we've come to. Mm. Um, Play clip number 12, please. But I just think there's a time and a place for a debate. I don't think a historian of World War II should debate a Holocaust denier. I mean, just you know, that's that's my analogy here. Like, I don't think these debates between experts and cranks do anything other than elevate the cranks. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, there are certain things you debate. That I understand voice. what yeah. a debate about 18th century Enlightenment philosophy is and, and debating Rousseau and Bishop, Bishop Barclay. I understand what political debates are. But in science, we don't typically do debates. What we do is we write scientific papers. Okay. We present our findings in front of a critical audience of our peers to solicit mm. their their input and, and suggestions. But it's you know, one doesn't typically debate science, maybe the one-off mm. discussion of evolution versus creationism and that sort of thing but that's not what we do in science oh okay so no no what you do let me interpret what he just said we get our peers no your peers have been bought by big pharma they write these papers they get paid to write these papers and then they do a peer review on each other's stuff and say hey you know what he was right he was right he was right see we're peer reviewed we know we're accurate well a scientific method when not used actually is not science so you start with a hypothesis you bring it down to a conclusion and, and you come out with with your findings on that thing and you report on that there's no scientific method being involved with any of this stuff so yes i think it is open to debate and the fact that you're just scared of questions you're scared of um of of some accusations that maybe your findings aren't actually accurate you want to run from that and then hide behind these shills with this uh, again bought out mainstream media uh, who is going to come to your rescue and say oh see why would why would a why would a a world war ii historian debate a holocaust uh denier why wouldn't they Mm -hmm. why wouldn't they 
Oh, because what you've done is you've so demonized and villainized the so-called Holocaust denier and say he's not worthy of debate. No, maybe you win a soul over to your point, because if you got the facts, you get in the debate, you should be able to mop the floor with them. Right, right, right. Aren't facts strong enough to do it? I mean, you've got the peer-reviewed studies. You've done the scientific method. So why don't you come out and say this is what we found? Because you don't have it, Pete. You don't have it, Pete. And by the way, I make fun of his voice, but I also make fun of Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s voice, too. Ooh. Like a drill in the head. Well, I think like your first clue to not take this uh, idiot seriously is the fact that he's clearly in his home office and had to put on his lab coat. Yeah. As if it was like he was just what in the kitchen performing some scientific experiment with his coat on and walked straight into the room <laughs> he's to in the do kitchen the sink, seeing what uh, you know bleach and uh, bleach and other substances will create in the yeah. bottle. Yeah. 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 I'm like you. Wow. Oh, my God. You put on your lab coat. Now I know you're a true scientist. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. I appreciate yeah. it. He is so he's but he's been a, one of the worst vaccine shows for a very, very long time, yeah. specifically with kids vaccines. I said it on the show uh, Monday. The problem is they know that it takes away their cash cow. It takes mm -hmm. away their grift if they go in there and they get exposed. Well, and wasn't he like a year before COVID hit out there saying that natural immunity trumps vaccinations? And then it's like how fast the money changes you and. By the way, is he just replaced Fauci? No. No. No, he's a whole different show. No, but he, oh, I was going to say, where did he go? And now do I see him all the time? The only claim to fame that he's got there is he actually went on Rogan's show. Right. So Rogan said, hey, all right, I've had you on the show. I've had RFK on the show. You guys come on here and have a debate on my show. You're both guests you know, of the show, friends of the show. Mm -hmm. Come do it. Uh, and now it's up to whatever, $3 million of them... I mean, I, like but I said, he's being paid more on the other side. Yeah, to where it's not worth it. I would, I would, I'd like pick a card out and debate whatever the topic mm -hmm. was for three million dollars. If I knew that I was correct, going to charity. Well, I mean, no, I'd even argue something I don't believe in if I knew three million <laughs> was going to charity. Well, I don't want to make myself look stupid on the world's biggest podcast ever. But still, so if, is, if the facts are on your side, you make yourself look be... stupid on TV shows like that. I mean, I agree, but he doesn't think so because he's an elitist. And yeah. because he, he knows the audience on, on that show, he knows he's not going to be picked apart. So. Yeah. I'm doing this podcast thing wrong, though, because you see Tim Pool donated $100,000 of that deal. I donated yeah. 10. Um, <laughs> Dollars? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm like, and all I've ever asked anybody to do is go where podcasts offer and lead a rating and review. Mm-hmm. I got everybody in the chat room in there saying hi to each other. So tell your friends to listen to the freaking show. Tim Pool's kicking our ass. He wears a stocking cap outside. It's 117 degrees. And you guys have been there. His I've setup been, is. I've been to his house. I've yeah. still never seen under the hat. Yeah. I mean, I, I wear a hat, but you can go take it off every now and then. <laughs> I challenge you, Tim Pool, another $10. <laughs> take off the hat. <laughs> I'll debate you, Tim Pool. Uh, on what? Hats versus non-hats. <laughs> but you're but you're both wearing hats. I'll take mine off. Okay. For the debate. Okay. <laughs> I'll spray a little topic on there, some of that spray paint on mm -hmm. my spot, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows. You're not well, they do because you just told them. I mean, nobody else knows. Okay. <laughs> They'll forget. They weren't listening because they're too busy chatting it up. Oh, that's right. In a live chat. <laughs> This is pure entertainment. This is comedy gold. Blaze TV. Peter Hotez's voice. It's a cartoon. He is such a low-T scumbag. Scumbag. They want to, they want to biologically, anatomically, physiologically 
Did I say biologically? Mm-hmm. I think I did. They want to transform you mm-hmm. into an andro- androgynous humanoid. I mean, it's disgusting. Look at if you take a side by side of Joe Rogan or RFK Jr. and put it next to uh, Peter Hotez. Hotez. Who are you going to take your health advice from? Yeah, I know who I'm taking mine from. Yeah, or Peter McCullough, or yep. or you know any of these guys. I mean, these guys are you know Peter McCullough's <clears throat> pretty fit dude. Yep. Well, they have nothing to gain if you flourish. They want you at home in your basement mm-hmm. playing video games. Yeah, unhealthy. What did you say? Drugged the other day. We were talking in the car. You said they want us like in our basement, drugged. I don't know. You were in a truck with another dude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was listening to the radio. <laughs> you could have been. <laughs> CJ, that laser focus changes all the time. And I've said over the over over and over, it's like when the laser hits you, you better be ready because that's your five minutes. <laughs> that's your five minutes to have her attention, and then she's on to the next mm, squirrel. Mm. A little yeah. ping pong ball. Beep, boop, boop. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. You're cute, though. Uh, all right. Hey, let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, Sarah. American Beauty by Sarah. Don't put an H on that thing. Yes. Americans, AmericanBeautyBySarah.com. Thank you. And you find all of us, RealWomen'sClub.com. Mm-hmm. I it's love a, you girls. It's a threesome. It is yeah, a threesome. I love you girls. <laughs> it's nice. We, we love you. Yeah. There inevitably will be somebody who will say, you were flirting with that one girl an awful lot. We've been together for a long time. <laughs> uh, I've earned the right to be able to do that. So uh, CJ and I, um, yeah, I've learned, I've earned that right. Uh, Real Women's Club, Deplorable Choir. Follow her on the Facebooks and the Lone Star CJ on Instagram. She's got some pretty fun insights on there. She gets pretty riled up. CJ? And, uh, yeah the woman makes coffee nervous um honestly god i want to put that on a t-shirt uh watch chad.com where all the fun stuff is i'd love for you to come see me and zach rushing and you might even get a glimpse of jesse payton saturday night beaumont texas get your tickets over there at watchchad.com find the 76 forever.com store and uh don't forget our boys over at normal world check them out tonight and uh see if they're funny i bet you i bet you like it go to uh blazetv.com slash chad use promo code chad and save on an annual subscription we will see you on overtime tomorrow love you bye